A few days after receiving Annabelle's assignment by default, Mickey took a late Sunday morning flight to Tampa. Before leaving, she'd spent time with both of her sisters and felt better about Annie and her unborn baby's health. She had also fit in a Saturday lunch with Lola, but the other woman had refused to discuss Yank, just as he always avoided talking about her. Mickey doubted there were two more frustrating people on this earth, but there was nothing she could do to change the status quo. Mickey checked into the hotel after dinnertime and headed for the bar where the team had decided to hang out after their late-day win. With the autism fundraiser scheduled tomorrow, an off day, the guys could afford to relax and let loose. Mickey decided to join them for a quick bite to eat instead of sitting in her room alone. She had every intention of turning in early so she'd be up and functioning tomorrow morning. Within seconds of stepping into the outdoor bar, the typical Florida humidity wafted around her and destroyed whatever soft waves she'd managed to create in her hair. She pulled up a chair and joined a group of players sitting at a rectangular table. Hey guys, Mickey, they all chimed in at once. She smiled at their welcome. At least you're not disappointed you got me instead of Annabelle. We'll miss her. Ricky Carter said, raising his glass, tipping it her way. But I hear you're single. Mickey didn't take his cocky attitude or his interest seriously, but he earned an A for sheer arrogance alone. She pierced him with a scowl. Doesn't mean you're getting any action, hotshot. He just smiled and took a slug of his beer. With Annabelle married to Vaughn, he would kick our asses if he caught us drinking and hanging out like this with his wife said Joe Caruso, the third baseman. He might kick your ass for giving his sister-in-law a hard time, Mickey replied. Mickey, Mickey, that's what I love about you, your sense of humor. Roper grinned, his gaze zeroing in on her made-up face. She had no doubt he'd also noticed she was wearing a dress, a definite change from her normal black and white uniform. At least he hadn't said anything aloud, Uncomfortable beneath his scrutiny, she was glad Damien wasn't here to make her discomfort even worse. I live to amuse, she said wryly. Someone want to buy me a drink, or at least call the waitress over? Roper gestured for the nearest waitress. She walked over, tray in hand. What can I get for you, she asked. An iced tea would be great, thanks. Mickey wasn't much of a drinker. College had taught her she didn't hold her liquor well, and the hangover the next day, even from one glass of alcohol, wasn't worth whatever fun she might have while intoxicated. Lightweight, Roper said, but she heard the joking affection in his voice. She glanced at his highball glass with the cherry floating in it and rolled her eyes. You're hardly one to talk. What's that you're drinking, a Shirley Temple? He leaned back and laughed then smoothed his neatly cut blonde hair. It's a Mai Tai. Anything for anyone else? The waitress asked. The rest of the guys called out their orders, and the waitress left to fill them. A minute later, Ricky Carter excused himself and sidled up to the waitress, obviously flirting as the woman worked. Mickey ignored him and made small talk with the players who took turns coming by and getting to know the publicist for the Renegades, by the time the waitress returned with their drinks, almost all of the team was present and accounted for, except for Damien. Her uncle had let her know about his wrist injury and extended stay on the DL, 
asking Mickey to keep an eye on him while she was in Florida. Uncle Yank worried about Damien's frame of mind, and Mickey understood. His absence told her he'd either wanted time alone or he'd found comfort elsewhere. She wasn't sure she wanted to know with whom, and she knew better than to ask and call attention to any interest she had in Damien Fuller. Instead, she focused on food. The waitress arrived a second time carrying buffalo wings and nachos with jalapeno peppers. Since Mickey hadn't eaten anything except airline food all day, she indulged immediately. Next to the jalapeno nachos, the wings were the spiciest thing she'd ever eaten, and she burned her tongue badly. Her mouth was on fire, and before she knew it, she'd finished her whole large iced tea in an effort to cool it off. Nothing worked, and eventually her tongue grew numb. Hey, Roper. As she looked around the table for her friend, who she thought was sitting next to her, the guys appeared blurry 